Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Allegheny Digital Podcast. In this episode, I sit down with recruiter Christopher Hopper. Chris talks about some do's and don'ts when applying for jobs and his mindset when it comes to using LinkedIn. Because there's a lot of companies out like Mason Frank, you know, yeah, I would say if you're a recruiter, you kind of get, you know, how do you stand out? So I was speaking to a lot of events, local Salesforce community events, even remote events at Dreamforce and, and things like that, which was good for a, a small audience. But then I saw the community start to get built around Salesforce on LinkedIn and, and Twitter as well. I'm just not as active as, on Twitter as I am on LinkedIn. LinkedIn seems to have a little bit more of a, of a good medium for me to be able to, to post content on. And um, October, September, October timeframe, like, well, let me, how can I get more creative around this process versus using someone else's stock photo? And then I started to figure out about making sketches, right? And I don't have an artistic bone in my body. Like I never really drew anything well in my, in my childhood or even in my adult life. And so just started to figure out ways to, to draw little pictures, to go around my message, just to be a little bit different in LinkedIn. Um, but you know, I, I think in the recruiting space is very competitive. Like you said, there's Mason Franks, there's K2, there's huge global recruiting companies out there. Um, I don't try to compete with them. Um, I I- so it's really just being creative, right. And just being a way to, to stand out. Anybody can do it. I'm not anything special when it comes to this stuff, but I, I will say that I've been consistent just like, you know, going to the gym or brushing your teeth or whatever those small habits are posting content and, and drawing pictures has become part of my daily practice. No, yeah. Like I said, in the beginning, I, I enjoy uh, going on LinkedIn and seeing that you posted a new, a new image. I, I really get a kick out of it. And like I said, the content that goes with it is very good. Um, especially if you know, somebody that's trying to get in this space, like, yeah. I mean, this is good information. Like you said, you don't charge for it. This is just based on your experience. I, I think that's the best stuff to share. Um, so that's exactly. awesome that you're, it's awesome that you're doing that. Uh, you've been yeah. dealing with CRMs for, you know, two decades. Yeah. Uh, I imagine I can tell by your personality, you probably had opportunities to move out of it or move in a different direction, but you've, you've stayed kind of within this space. Why, why do you, why do you like CRM so much? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it's the core of most businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, when it comes to accounts and sales and opportunities and contact management, you know, that is the forefront of business success when it comes to the digital side of the house. Yeah. You know, if you, even if you take digital off the, off the table and look at someone who has post-it notes or a notebook or, or a calendar, right? That's to me, some level of a CRM, setting your appointments up, setting up who you're talking to and when you're talking to them and what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, a, I think CRM is just a core business principle uh, that has been evolving over the years, right? Mm-hmm. Past. And it's changed a lot because I think social media and the noise around us causes more questioning around our career. Whereas mm-hmm. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, there wasn't all that noise. You're kind of locked in. Do you have a top five list of don'ts or don't do this when you're applying for a Salesforce role? I mean, the things I like to see when people are applying is, 
and sometimes sometimes this isn't always coming across as written because it's hard to show passion right mm-hmm. in, when you're when you're writing um but instead of the don'ts i mean the do's to me i guess is okay. a better way for me to, to phrase it is mm-hmm. you know, don't just try to apply for positions and have your resume curtailed specifically to the position right as much as you can based on maybe your other experiences and your soft skills and those transferable skills that can come over into the Salesforce space. Um, I think the more specific we can be when it comes to applying for positions and building our network, the better off we are. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a phrase called, you know, either being a, you know, a wandering generality or a meaningful, meaningful specific. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think the like you know I could recruit in anything right. There's a thousand one technologies I can recruit in. I've chosen Salesforce to be my primary skill set and technology that I want to focus on, and it's done me well over the years. Um, let's see what what else in regards to applying for positions as far as a, a don't goes. Um, you know, what another good do is to follow up, but don't be uh, you know don't be so annoying about it, right? We call right. it effectively persistent. Right. So if you apply for a position, wait a few days and then, you know, reach out to the individual um, via phone, uh, via LinkedIn message, for example, or an email communication just to say, you know, I'm really interested in this position. Here's the kind of services I have to offer. Reiterate why you're interested. Um, But, you know, don't don't do it five days straight because then you're probably just going to be in the spam filter and get filtered out for just being annoying. Um, but professionally persistent and, and you can choose what kind of cadence you want to put in place for that. Um, but, you know, in sales, the, 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 the key is the follow-up, right? So that's the thing to keep in mind because sometimes what happens is you apply for a position, maybe you go through a first round interview and then someone else was chosen for the role. For a reason that didn't work out, right? The person chosen either declined the role um, or who knows what happened. If you're in the forefront and you followed up with the company and the hiring manager or HR a few weeks afterwards, you really don't have any idea what the end result was unless you ask. And there could be a chance of you getting back into the in the fold because of that follow-up. And just over the last month or so, I've had a few people that I've been able to place in full-time positions, especially newcomers, because they had reached out to me five, six years ago and or not five, sorry, four or five months ago. And I didn't have anything for them at that time. Then they pee me again and said, Chris, I'm still in the job market. Anything new come across your desk? And I had something, right? Mm-hmm. I just happened to have an open position for a newcomer who had prior PM experience. And I got, you know, I was able to reach back out to her. We had a short call, got her back to in, in interviewing with the client that I was helping. And two weeks later, she's landed the position. And so that's the key is I'm, in regards to the follow and being persistent about this because it may not be right here right now but doesn't mean that it's it's no forever because a lot of times things it's funny how things kind of just come together over time when you give them the opportunity to do so congested and it's you know overcrowded at at times as well but a lot of good restaurants there um fancy dining if you want to go for a glass of wine or something like that some good entertainment i would say that area but there's so many different pockets of different neighborhoods in houston um whether it's the, the Heights or, um, or Bel Air area or even the downtown area. There's you know, a lot of different pockets, but I think if you're coming in and just want to have something 
that's walking distance within, you know, stay at the hotels that are near the gallery area. That would probably be your best bet if you're on business. At least that was for me when I was traveling back and forth here. It was always convenient to get to the gym or get to the uh, the parks or get to the restaurants, things like that. Awesome. Well, Chris, I appreciate you.